Is it possible to learn something positive from a negative experience? Can being cheated on teach us something valuable? The title of this podcast is Refusing to Become a Victim, Growth After the Pain of Betrayal. When someone cheats on you, it's natural to question your worth and self-respect. This can leave you feeling embarrassed and stupid for not noticing the sign. However, it's important to understand that their actions are not your fault. You need to realize your worth, which sometimes means you need to walk away from a dysfunctional relationship. It's vital to love yourself first before you love anyone else. Because if you don't, you will not be able to open yourself up fully to future relationships. As you know, we are still in the month of relationships and all the complications and beauty and joy it can bring at the same time. In my previous blog post, I discussed the importance of setting firm, intimate boundaries in your relationship, especially when it comes to invasive behaviors such as going through your partner's phone without their consent. Having an open and honest conversation with your partner about on what is and isn't acceptable behavior is crucial. This week, I also shared why some men may choose to end a relationship. In the upcoming week, I plan to explore why women decide to leave a relationship. But first, let me introduce myself and then we will begin. Grace and peace and welcome to SUP. Seek understanding and peace. My name is Katie Girl and I am happy you are here with me today. The search for peace is important and no one can constantly thrive in chaos. It will destroy you. It is a worthwhile journey to seek peace because we all desire true happiness and peace on many levels. And guess what? We all deserve it. Some try to incorrectly calm their mind, body, and soul and surroundings with harmful things. But most times it is realizing that sometimes you may need to just forgive yourself or let go of regret. And that is where seek understanding and peace come in. It helps us to find ways to deal with real life issues as best as possible with as much peace, wisdom, and dignity. Today, as I said, we will discuss refusing to become a victim, growth after the pain of betrayal. Now, I found this article titled 13 Positive Things You Learn From Being Cheated On. Now, it caught my attention because it had the words positive and cheated in the same sentence. And I'm like, them two words don't go together. They don't even make no sense. How can anything positive come out of being cheated on? But then I started reading and I'm like, oh, okay, I get it. I love the spin they put on it. Perfect. So, I'm going to share. The first one is you discover your strength. Yes, initially it hurts and you feel like you are going to die and you will not make it or you want to hurt them so that they can understand how you are feeling. 
but with the help of loved ones and time and most importantly meditating on the goodness of God you begin to stop feeling sorry for yourself and slowly realize that you are stronger than you thought much stronger and that getting back at them is not worth your time or trouble number two you learn to trust your instincts now this is a good one because once it happens you'll start thinking back and you'll go you know what I knew or you know what I was feeling some kind of way those are called your your gut feelings you know if you're in the world or or some people call it the Holy Spirit just kind of nudging you but these are also called red flags and when they start waving you need to start waving back meaning do not turn your head and do not ignore the signs now some people say well why would God allow this to happen I've never done anything and and the truth is, God didn't allow it to happen. You were warned. You just chose to ignore the signs. Okay? God gives everyone free will and choices. All of us on both sides. And so it is up to you to tap into that gut feeling when something is off. Not just in your intimate relationship with your spouse or partner, but when it comes to your children, you know, you don't need to believe everything that they say face, you know, face value. Yeah, they're cute and you love them, but come on now. Okay, so you need to start trusting your instincts. You may not know all the details, but you know something is off. So if you get warnings, you have to be in tune to them. When you get into a new relationship or if you decide to stay with the person, your gut instinct may become overload initially because of what you just got done going through. But it'll smooth out over time. Okay? Number three, you understand your worth. When someone cheats on you, you begin to question your worth and your self-respect. Your self-esteem is lower than low. You start to feel that maybe you were dumb and embarrassed for not noticing or ignoring the signs. Here, and I cannot say this enough, you should never blame yourself because of the actions of another. You will realize your worth, even if that means walking away from this dysfunctional relationship. Sometimes you will need to love yourself more than you love anything else in order to be able to receive love. Number four, you learn what you want in a relationship. When you're younger, the credentials may not be very high. You may want them to just look fine, <laughs> be handsome, have a large, huge attributes, certain color hair, certain shade of skin, uh, and then as you get older, you begin to realize that those outward things has nothing to do with the inside of a person. Maybe at first looks did matter, but soon you begin to realize that gives you the blues. You may have been more concerned with how much money they make. And then as you got older, you realize I don't care how much money they make. As long as they treat me with dignity and respect, and as long as they pay some bills or, or give me the money so that we can pay the bills, come on now. You know, maybe now, especially if you've been through a lot, maybe trust and communication is it becomes the top thing on your list. You know, maybe at one point you wanted them to be taller than you 
older than you or younger than you and you realizing <laughs> you just you no I, I need for you to have certain qualities like I don't know loyalty honesty you know little things like that <laughs> number five what it also teaches you is you become more compassionate when you experience that kind of pain you become more compassionate towards others you understand what it feels like to be hurt and you would not wish it on your worst enemy where before you may have just kind of like rolled your eyes or said oh girl boy get over it it'll be okay now you're more empathetic and you're more sympathetic towards that person which is the character of god okay number six you have learned to forgive now this article says that you learn to forgive but you do not have to forgive the person who cheated on you and of course you know i'm going to have to correct that because that's exactly who you need to begin to forgive is that person who hurt you. Now, you may even leave them, but you are still responsible for forgiving them. It has nothing to do with trusting them. These are two different things. You may never trust them on that level before, and that's okay because you were probably ignoring signs anyway. But, because and it's also good to kind of stay on your toes. And I will provide a link to forgiveness. But you will have to forgive in order to move on with your life. It may take a moment or two, but ultimately your goal should be to always forgive. And remember, forgiving someone has nothing to do with them. Though they may benefit, and sometimes they may not even care. But forgiving has everything to do with you. If you have anger and hate in your heart, you will not be able to hear from God. I promise you, you will not. Because your mind will be so filled with, with hate and anger. And your your mind and your heart will, will, will rehearse what happened. And, and, and you'll be trying to give them a piece of your mind. And, and, and you would do this the next time. And, and you would do that the next time. No. Forgiveness has everything to do with you and your peace. Let it go and move on to bigger and better things. When you hold on to unforgiveness, it can be exhausting. I mean, me just talking to you about it now, I'm tired <laughs> because it just takes so much negative energy. Number seven, when this happens to you, you really find out who your true friends are. And this kind of weaves out the fake friends. And you may be thinking, I'm already in pain. Why would that happen? That's that's a good thing. That That's a good thing to happen. You don't want anyone that's fake around you. As you're weeding out your intimate relationship, then, you know, weed out the friends. You know, if you had some kind of inkling about a particular friend, you may want to look into that because you just never know. But what I'm saying is, you want that friend that's going to be with you through your good times and through your bad times. You don't want that friend that just wants information out of you or want to keep drama up. You will soon know who your true friends are. 
Number eight, you will learn to love yourself. The natural order of things when you're being cheated on is you find out, you're hurt, then you go through the self-loathing, but eventually you'll find your worth and you'll realize you're not a bad person. It was not your fault, okay? Now, you may look back and and, and change some things, you know what I'm saying, but what they did had nothing to do with you. It didn't, you didn't make them do that, okay? There, there are other options they could have taken. They could have could have talked with you. Um, if you were not hearing them, you know, they could have brought in somebody else so that y'all can communicate. We're going to talk about communication too, I think like next week. But um, y'all could have communicated um, or ultimately they could have just decided to leave. But they, you know, you don't have to cheat. That's always a choice. Okay. Um, so start meditating on the goodness of God, you know, get some sleep, you know, this is learning to love yourself. Get some, get some much needed sleep and rest, um, buy your favorite socks, uh, stretch before you go to bed or when you wake up or, 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 or do a new recipe or, or go to a different part of, of the town that you've never been or your city that you've never been. But there are a lot of things you can do to learn how to love yourself. It's called self-love. Number nine, you become more independent. You learn to rely on your intuition and your decision-making. And that's fine, you know, because you can bring that into your new relationship or you can introduce it into the relationship that you decide to stay in. It's a positive thing. And the other person will respect you for it. Number 10, you learn to appreciate honesty so much more so you begin to say i would rather the ugly truth than a pretty lie and you start to appreciate the people in your life who are honest and straightforward meaning they shoot from the hip you don't always agree what they say but at least you know where they stand and you can respect that and when or if they say i did not want to tell you because i did not want to hurt you that is a code for i did not want you to um be angry at me because I was trying to save my tail and I was going to say another word, but y'all understand what I'm saying. So whenever they do code for, you know, I, I wanted to tell you and I, I felt really bad, and but I didn't want to hurt you. That's, no, that's not what they're saying. What they're saying is, I didn't want to tell you. I was trying to hide. I didn't want to get in trouble. I knew this would be a big mess that I made. I thought you would leave me, etc., etc. Excuses go on. So don't don't think that, oh, they care about, no. They don't care about you in that area. They cared more about themselves. Number 11, you learn to let go. There's a link that I'm gonna have on my blog where it tells you the difference between moving on and letting go. I actually clicked on it and became engrossed in it and almost forgot what we were originally talking about, but I'm gonna share some of it with you. But like I said, I'll have it posted. So the difference between letting go and moving on, okay? So let's talk about letting go first. Letting go is about disconnecting from the memories, the physical reminders and the clutter from your relationship. It could be letters or cards or that favorite movie ticket that you save or lots of pictures, bad ones and the good ones or the spicy ones and the, you know, the ones you can show your parents, uh, knickknacks or everything around the house. If it's an ex-boyfriend, um, you know, you just may need to kind of let go of some stuff if it's a husband. 
um, that you're deciding to 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 let go, then um, I, I would keep pictures of. I wouldn't throw away all the pictures. I really, especially if you, well, if you have children. Okay, so I'm I'm speaking uh, from this from the point of view from a child. If you decide to let go and let go of that spouse, and you are getting rid of stuff. I wouldn't throw away pictures of the two of you when you were younger and together and happy. I would save some uh, for your children. I don't care how old they are. I, I would save it because what you don't want is you don't ever want your children to feel that they were a mistake. Um, you, they love their mom and they dad. I don't care what anyone says. They do. They love them both. And so they need to know that they were brought into the world at least for five, 10, 15 good minutes, however long that lasted, <laughs> in love. And so even though the, your relationship didn't work out, don't mean they don't have and desire a relationship with each of y'all, the mom and the dad. So I would save some pictures and then just give it to them later. You know what I'm saying. Don't don't throw it at them. <laughs> just hand it to them later. I, I would do that. Um, so that's letting go. You learn to let go. So that's some of the things you can do uh letting go requires you to also disassociate yourself from his life meaning if when you met you met his friends and his family you may have to go ahead and disassociate yourself from that part of his world now if you have children when it comes to the grandparents and the aunts and the uncles you know you of course you always cultivate that relationship um, because the two don't and don't have to intertwine you don't have to have that relationship with them but it needs to always be cordial if children are involved another thing they share was letting go isn't just about letting him go but about letting go of the person you became when you were with him now that makes a lot of sense because before you got with him, you were a certain way. And then when you were with him, you changed because y'all kind of meshed together and, you know, kind of did things together and maybe some opinions of yours changed and et cetera, et cetera. But then afterwards, you got to realize that this is the new you. And so now you got to figure out how that looks. And it doesn't, it can be a beautiful thing. It doesn't have to be a negative thing, but it may be a process that may take it may take some time don't rush it it's a part of it now let's talk about moving on moving on is about closure because unless you have closure it would be hard for you to move on to another relationship if you have in the back of your mind that oh we're gonna get back together again or we're gonna do this or we're gonna do that no i i would just go ahead and just shut that door down now you know if that's where you're at now, if the both of you say, you know, we're going to split up for a minute, see what happens kind of thing, then that's different. But if you decide to move on or you see that they have moved on or you see that they're not going to change, then you need to move on. And some doors you just need to close. You need to lock it. You need to take the key and you need to throw it away. Okay. And just throw it away. Okay. Moving on is about accepting that it is over. Moving on is about you. And if you are not 
And the article says, you take your time with both. It is not an overnight process. It takes time. Your breakup story is just as important as your relationship story, okay? So treat yourself with love and kindness. Number 12, realize, okay, so guys, so that I won't confuse you, I'm back on the um, 13 reasons, okay? So number 12 is you realize that it's not your fault. And we've talked about that. It's really easy to blame yourself when you're cheated on. But eventually you realize it had nothing to do with you and everything to do with the person and their insecurities and whatever they're going through. Okay. Their actions are a reflection of them, not you. And number 13, you grow so much after this has happened to you. And so when I read number 13, I thought of the scripture um, in Genesis uh, chapter 20, verse 20, where it says what the enemy meant for evil, God will use it for good. Now, you know, he always does that. You know, just think back on when some bad things have happened to you or some negative things have happened to you and how God says, you know what, I'm getting ready to turn this thing around. You know, if you just, you know, get rid of that anger and bitterness so that I can use you in this situation or that someone can bless you in this situation. He always does. God always shows off. God can use those very situations to strengthen us, to teach us, and to draw us closer to him. And guys, it is Genesis chapter 50, verse 20. So you have been listening to Katie Girl, refusing to become a victim, growth after the pain of betrayal. I will have the links that I've mentioned. I've had the scriptures and I'll, I'll have something a little extra to post it on the blog. You can check out my blog at sups.blog. And if you would like to share how you got over the pain of being cheated on, we would love to hear, you know, what, what process did, did you go through? Um, what did you do that helped you to overcome? Or if you if you're in the midst of it, or if you're at the beginning of it, you know we can all encourage each other. And as always, thank you so much for listening, and have a peaceful and wisdom-filled. Day.